hi friends how you doing it's another sunday um you know as a as a believer in christ living out faith is a daily challenge i don't know about you which is why for me focusing on christ jesus every day is a must a practical part of my christian journey and because when we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. We enter into this unique relationship with Him. And Jehovah God entrusts in us the kingdom message because we all have a part to play in the Goyi mandate. So, and this is my kingdom message practical Christianity. My name is Adiola Akintoye, and welcome to Practical. Christianity. Today I'm going to be talking about mentorship, spiritual mentorship. Because when we mention the word mentoring, automatically we think about you know mentorship in the secular world. But I want to focus on spiritual mentorship. And why is that? Recently, you know, I've been I do a lot of mentoring and um, I've been um, having conversations about mentorship um, in different spaces and I've realized that it's something that has become like, you know, a nice thing to be. So many people say they mentor, you know, they would like to mentor um, and when you actually see how you know mentoring is being done you know there is a concern there is a gap because mentoring is not just a nice to do uh, um, something because i'm an adult you know i should be a mentor of you know younger people no mentoring is actually for me uh, it, it's a gift it's not everybody that can be a mentor that's the reality of it and um, for those that are mentors we would see that it is something that you know it's you know it's unique it's a unique relationship so today I want to um, explore that and um, the first thing I want us to um, do is to look at the definition of mentoring so in the cambridge dictionary it says that mentoring is the act or process of helping and giving advice to a younger or less experienced person so we can see from that definition that mentoring is an act is the act or a process so it's not an event it's a process and I've added to that definition to say that the uh, let me read it again. Mentoring is the act or process of helping and giving advice to a younger or less experienced person. That's Cambridge definition. And I have added to help them develop professionally or and personally so it could be professionally or personally or both so there has to be a purpose for mentoring it's not just something you do just without a, a particular goal in mind so some of the things that we can see from that definition is that mentoring is a process it's not 
it's not um, it's not an event and mentoring is to help and give advice to somebody who is maybe less experienced or younger or even peer-to-peer -peer. there is peer-to-peer -peer mentoring you know when where you are learning um, from each other the bible talks about iron sharpening iron so it doesn't necessarily have to always be you know from somebody older to some somebody um younger and mentoring as well for me is to equip and empower others to fulfill their own purpose using your own you know learning from your own life experience so the 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 mentoring is about the other person is about the mentee fulfilling their own purpose mentoring is not somebody to help you to fulfill your own purpose that is like a master and a slave relationship you know if you know it's not about helping the mentee to enter into purpose you know to discover to to you know to thrive in their own purpose but it's for you then that's not mentoring and we've seen how you know um, people say they are mentors but actually they're just using the mentee to be their helper to be you know their slave to be somebody that's you know servant so and so that cannot be mentoring and um, an effective mentoring has to contribute to helping the person either discover fulfill or thrive in their lives space whatever that might be whatever you know their their own purpose and journey is and mentoring is an experience that i will definitely you know recommend to um everybody i mean i recommend it a lot to younger um, generation because there's something about learning from the elders you know we learn from the elders so mentoring is something definitely you know you should you know you should consider if you've not considered but we have to do it the right way because mentoring can be abused and so we have to make sure that we're doing it from the right way and the way i want to talk about is the kingdom way is the kingdom way i you know i'm not interested in secular type of mentoring which you know there's nothing wrong in secular type of mentoring but if you are a christian if you are a born again christian you have to really be careful you know who mentors you even in the secular even in in the um um work environment you have to be very careful the the best you know um mentoring for a christian is somebody you know who can combine both the spiritual and the professional as well you just get you know double for the price of one basically so we're going to be looking at you know uh, mentoring from the kingdom perspective where you know we because we are kingdom citizens and we do things the kingdom way you know uh, we we have kingdom identity not the world so the there's no nothing in the world 
that we that the Bible does not touch on. So even though you know um, mentoring is used more in the secular than in Christendom, you know, but mentoring is in the Holy Scriptures, and we're going to be looking at you know um, some examples. Um, from the Holy Scriptures and I want to say right from the beginning that when we're talking about mentoring because in the Christendom we talk about spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers rather than spiritual mentors because there's something we are so hung up on titles in, in the Christendom you know we you know we we want to have all this big title rather than the process itself you know, we, we, Jesus Christ is a perfect example of a spiritual mentor. Yes, he's our father. Yeah, we know that. But when you look at his relationship with the, um, with the disciples, especially the three, Peter, John, and James. Peter, John, and James, you know, they have a unique relationship that you know uh, and for me that is a, an excellent example of mentoring we can also read countless examples of spiritual mentorships as well you know uh, timothy paul and timothy is the one that people use a lot to justify you know being called the spiritual father or well, we miss you know what paul actually did in the life of Timothy you know it wasn't so much as you know he's you know to his is the, the fatherhoodness of that relationship but actually the spiritual mentoring and we're going to see you know uh, um, um, an example from their story in terms of you know the right level of type of spiritual mentoring so whatever you know we're looking at mentorship we have to look at it from the biblical perspective and so how many types of mentorship is there i've reflected on this and people can have their own different um, opinion but i feel that there are about four types of mentoring relationships uh, there's the spiritual mentorship which i'm going to talk about focus on um, um to, for this um, discussion there's workplace mentorship and so this is one where you know in a new role for example if i use myself as an example some years ago i joined a an organization that was really complex and one of the things during my induction i was giving was a mentor and that was the first time i've actually experienced that type of you know relationship in the workplace because usually you uh, you will have a coach especially at managerial level you, you will have a, a coach but there's a difference between a coach and a mentor so sometimes we mix it you know i'm mentoring or i'm coaching you know a coach is somebody that helps you to solve a problem or a challenge in your life using questions they don't give you advice they just ask you some questions that will help you to get to the solution yourself a mentor can give you advice right? a mentor will give you advice and you know um, they will share with you about their own life um, experience 
So the third and workplace mentor is something that I definitely, after my experience, will encourage. You know, if you are starting a new job because you are new, it will be, you know, you can always ask to um, to for a mentor, somebody that has been in the organization longer than you. They know all the they know the politics. They are probably influential. You know, they can show you and help you and ask them any question without you know being judged. You know, from a performance perspective, and you get to know the organization very quickly. So you could, you know, you could ask for a mentor or, you know, somebody that could, you know, mentor you. So, you know, talk to your HR in your organization. Then the third type of um, mentorship relationship is career and professional mentor. So this is where, you know, maybe you're a doctor, you're just getting into medicine or IT or even business and you, you know, you, you want to learn you know about that sector from somebody who is an expert in that sector i am an accountant and so if somebody just graduated from accounting and you know they they would like a mentor in accounting you know i'll probably recommend them to my friend <laughs> deborah who actually is an accountant accountant rather than myself you know but you know you understand what i mean and then the the fourth one is life mentor these are you know life mentors can combine all these things or they can just be somebody elder that you just admire and usually as well our parents are life mentors our parents are life mentors they are our first mentors in life you know and as we grow up you know our relationship with them sort of shifts and you know as an adult your relationship with your parents should actually be like a, a, a mentorship you know um, relationship um, so um, they become your life mentors and I hope and I'm praying that actually you know for those that our parents are still alive that we have that sort of you know relationship with them because we can learn so much from from them so um those are the types of um mentoring relationship and i just want to also um share my own experience as well i started you know in a mentorship relationship uh, from a spiritual perspective i had when i gave my life um, um in 2006 I was privileged to be, you know, um, introduced to somebody that became my first spiritual mentor and she actually helped me because I had some challenge, personal challenges and the person that introduced us actually said, you know, she has gone through this uh, similar experience so she can share with you her experience and how she, you know, walked through that. And so that was one of my first lessons of mentoring. Uh, mentorship that if, you know, uh, especially spiritual mentorship, that, you know, there are different elements. But for me, it started with somebody that, you know, could mentor me, you know, in, in this, my spiritual journey, you know, for that particular purpose for me to be able to Go through and this is might be uh, you know um, important for you know if for example you're a Christian maybe you're a matured single you know in the church and or you are divorced you know and you you know and you are struggling with you know really reconciling 
you know some of the things we hear about divorce we remarriage blah blah you might want to get a mentor a spiritual mentor that maybe you know by their fruit what they're doing you know their marital status has not impacted and that that so they will be able to then you know um mentor you you know in in different ways so depending on what your own circumstances are then i also had another mentor so it's not just having one mentor i had another one that at that time you know i was so hungry to to for the word and now reflecting back i could see that it's you know it's because of the gift of teaching in me at that time you know i was just hungry to you know to chew the word of god to know the word of god so i needed somebody i was not satisfied with just a 30 minute sermon in church and bible study so um so i had a spiritual mentor purely just to study the word and we did that for a a, a a period of time and and that was what i needed at that time you know and i've also realized that for spiritual mentoring you grow because when you know you are a baby spiritually the mentor you need is different to when you become you know you grow in maturity you know so uh, because sometimes you can even grow than your spiritual mentor you know at at babyhood so the for the pastor that was my spiritual mentor and it was not my pastor in church <laughs> it was not some my pastor in church so it's not necessarily your pastor in church that would be your spiritual mentor so and the uh, person who mentored me at that time i think now we probably our relationship will probably be different not because of pride or anything but i'll probably you know at the time i was just absorbing absorbing now i'll probably be debating and you know discussing it will be you know on a different level and so um and then over the years i've i've realized that my spiritual mentorship relationship changed and it changed because of how i was growing and um some years ago about seven eight years ago seven years ago i i felt that i needed um, spiritual mentors at a different level i i needed not you know uh so much teacher level i needed mentors at apostolic and prophetic level so those in the office of apostle and prophet because i knew that god was preparing me for the ministry he had for me and i needed mentors you know at that level you know I, people that understand you know they can see the you know the 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 ministry the the grace in you and are able to help you to fully discover that and the lord brought you know some amazing mentors into my life they're still my mentors now because i'm i still need them you know but um you know the experience for me is that you know for spiritual mentorship you you have to one get the right people for you you know and you know you have to yourself be clear what you need so you need to understand what is the level where are you right now are you just beginning a ministry are you just beginning as a christian are you growing 
are you feeling yourself growing and you will know because you know where when people start studying the, the the word of god and this you know they are thinking everything you you know yourself you are changing and you might you would need mentors that will help you to sometimes get clarity for you to bounce off things on you know so um and it's first of all praying because i prayed you know i knew that i needed that not definitely not at that time my church pastor definitely not and um i was praying i was praying and the way god just brought you know those mentors into my life has been amazing and i knew yes you know god does answer prayers and um and so and one of the things that i see is that they see me they see you know the grace of god in my life they you know um and that that is also one of the things that is really important in spiritual mentorship that you know it can the mentor has to know you because they you know they they have to have that maturity that insight that side to see to see the grace of god in your life so that as they are mentoring you they are mentoring you in that in for that grace to fully manifest and we can see that for example in in, in the um timothy paul's and timothy example in in when you read um first timothy i mean um he was talking about you know how and you know when they met um, when he went to Lystra Debbie and Lystra and you know in there he met um, Timothy and who was you know the son of a Jewish woman married to a Greek and um, Timothy Paul saw the grace of God in the life of Timothy and he actually then took him and asked him to follow him on his missionary journey and before then he, he you know he took him and circumcised him for a reason and um as when we read you know the uh, first timothy we see you know um paul's uh, mind about timothy let me try and, uh, and get timothy um chapter one uh verse one um Paul was talking to Timothy about, you know, um, giving him advice about what he should do, how he should do it. I'm talking about stirring up, you know, the gifts of God in his life, you know, which came by the laying on of hands. And um, so Paul recognized the gifts of God in the life of Timothy right he knew that you know that's in second timothy chapter one he he saw the the faith in him he saw you know how he was brought up and you know and he reminded timothy in verse six to stir up that gift which is in him and he encouraged him that he should not be fearful you know so paul was not trying to make timothy become a mini paul he was actually, you know, mentoring him, shaping him, teaching him, training him to be who God has called him to be. So his spiritual mentors 
has to be somebody that sees you, you know, and they they support you. They support that grace in you. They give you advice for that grace. you can you know thrive in in your faith they you know it's about you that is very important it's about you because sometimes when i you know hear people talking about their mentoring this and mentoring but they what they do is they talk more about themselves than the mentee so i have been privileged to have you know spiritual mentors that you know helped me are helping me in fulfilling you know the grace of god upon my life and again I, I want to use this to why it's different to spiritual fathers and spiritual mothers because when people talk about spiritual fathers is usually or mothers is usually maybe the general overseer and these are people that you never even you've never even met you know so they don't even know you not to talk about the grace of God on in your life just the fact that somebody you know is the one that started a church does not make the person your spiritual mentor does not even make the person your spiritual father but will leave spiritual father and mothers to another this uh, uh, um, conversation so um, again you know spiritual mentors might also um, depending on you know the um, their profession as well if you're lucky you know they could be somebody that can also mentor you professionally as well I don't have <coughs> a spiritual mentor that is an accountant or um, and um, is a Christian I, I do have you know people that iron sharpen iron with exchange idea but not somebody that people that will call my mentor but i do have because i don't need a an accountant as a mentor and i'm not saying that because of pride i'm just saying that because i've moved i'm not a typical accountant so i don't do number crunching i lead a team i lead a department and so uh, because of that my need is more leadership how to lead leaders how to lead professionals so um so i i have mentor that is a leader of leaders and also spiritual so i'm able to combine that because it's really quite a unique you know position you know leading people so even you know if um the thing is even if you are for example pastoring a church you know you've got the spiritual you are also leading people definitely if you are going to have a spiritual mentor it has to be somebody that is at that level that is leads leaders and is also a, a matured spiritual person so that you know it, it's what you definitely need at that level you don't need spiritual mentors that are not leaders or leaders uh, you know leading people because you know that is what is necessary at that level so having said that i want to also move on to to just say that there has to be a purpose to mentoring 
it's not just how oh, you know this person is so popular i want them to be my mentor so that you can say yes you know this person is my mentor there has to be a purpose to mentoring if not it's a waste of time if not it's just something that you just be you know it's just you know in math only and nothing else and it mentoring has a unique is a unique relationship and it can last for a short time it can be a lifetime you know the short time is if it's you know for a particular season and it's okay sometimes we outgrow our mentor because our, our need has changed like in my own experience and sometimes it's you know it's um it's you know it's for a long time as long as both of you are alive because of you know whatever the unique um circumstances are and also it's really important that from what i've also um learned is that you know you can't do you can't be in a mentorship relationship and not see each other you know i don't even know how that mentoring then happens maybe it's telepathy you know you have to it has to be somebody that you you know talk to even if you don't see physically you have to talk to your you know your to each other you know uh, regularly or consistently regularly does not mean weekly even if, if it's once in three months you know there has to be a way where you know you talk to each other so if you say you are mentoring this person and you've not talking to spoken to them in a year that's not a mentoring relationship that's just for the for the books right to so just say oh i'm a mentor and also um the 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 one thing that i've also seen that is really important as well in mentoring is that there has to be a willingness and readiness on both sides for the for, for the for the mentor it takes time it takes time we see you know um the paul and timothy example in fact timothy was living and working with paul for a while he actually you know was going about with him the three um the inner caucus uh for jesus christ they were with him you know during that three years the 12 were also with him but these three were you know he would take them to you know to a place you know they were with him at you know the the mount of transfiguration you know they moved together because it was you know preparing them for you know the 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 mandates the role that we're going to they were going to play after he leaves and that's also something you know when we're looking at mentorship as well that you know mentorship could be also to uh, for succession planning we see that with moses and joshua we see that with elijah and elisha and and so they were the mentoring was like an apprenticeship really training them to take over to take the mantle you know of leadership and so you know that also is a very unique uh, mentoring um, relationship um, in fact and and so there we must uh, there has to be time together and we also saw that you know timothy had the was willing he followed paul after all but you know he learned from 
poor. So there, will, there is no point having a mentor that will give you advice and then you just decide, no, this is what I want to do. At least if you know you don't want to do it, you also talk to your mentor about it as well. So there, uh, there must be willingness on, on both sides. You know, mentorship is, is fantastic. You know, it's something that when you get it right, you know that relationship will as a mentee it helps you to grow you feel encouraged you know and you know you you know that okay if you know there's something you're not clear about or you want a second opinion you know you want to be clear that you know you've had the right you know your spiritual mentor once you know you are you know the relationship is right can be that second voice for you, you know, to say, yes, you know, I've heard this as well, or they can guide you. So it's really, you know, a, a, um, a powerful relationship where it's there. I mean, the one that also amazes me is Moses and Joshua, how, you know, Joshua will follow Moses and he will even stay in the, at the tabernacle. He won't go home you know every everywhere you know he was just learning and absorbing and he was ready when the time came for him to take over he was ready the same way with the disciples you know if they were ready elisha was also ready you know um to to take over as well but where is not about taking over timothy did not take over because there was no office but Timothy was ready, you know, to step into his, you know, his uh, bishophood or his, you know, his pastoral duty. He was ready, you know, uh, because he had mentors. And so it's a beautiful thing, um, definitely, to have. So from the story of Paul and Timothy, I just want to summarize a few things that you know um that is in a spiritual mentorship relationship the stir up gift if you have a spiritual relationship that you know you still don't you know the mentor doesn't help you to see your gift you know there's something you know that for me there's something wrong right because that is as the aspect one of the key aspects of spiritual mentorship to help you discover you know and to step and to thrive in your gift and also there has to be that identity identification and acknowledgement of your gift so mentors that just say you know no you know um ignore you know it's not about your gift it's about you doing mine you know helping me with mine that is not you know a a, a, a godly spiritual relation um, mentorship then also in a mentorship it there has to be teaching training and learning you know you can ask questions you know you get taught you know you learn if you are not learning in a spiritual mentorship you are wasting your time if you are not learning and also one of the things that you know is so unique in um, Paul and Timothy's relationship is that you know he said that as without season I remember you in my prayers night and day so that is a mentor you know I would like to have him as my mentor 
you know, they pray for you. Mentors pray for you. Where you have, you know, um, sometimes, you know, I've, you know, I've, I am, I'm blessed with mentors that I have, but, you know, um, I've seen many as well, they pray. And even myself, it's something that challenges me that once I, I agree to mentor somebody, I have to pray for them. I have to remember them in prayer. And mentors, like I said, they spend time with you. They give time to you. It's not, it's not that you've been looking for your mentors all over the place. <laughs> Again, spiritual daddies that are your spiritual, uh, spiritual mother, that you will never have access to them or you have to go through so many protocols. I mean, Mentors also encourage you as well. They encourage you. Um, they have to, you know, they don't, you know, they, they, they don't talk down on you. They don't belittle you, you know, and you can see that sometimes in, in relationship where somebody's meant to be their spiritual mentor, but the way they talk to them, you know, it's, I mean, it's toxic. So they encourage you. And there's respect on both sides. You know, mentors should also respect you as mentee. Likewise, mentees should respect their mentors as well. They respect respect is both sides. It should be shouldn't be one-sided. And you have you you have to see yourself growing and thriving. If you are not growing and thriving, that mentorship relationship is right, it's it's stagnant or it's a failure. It's not really, you know, um, in, impacting um, anything. And also to say that, you know, in a spiritual mentorship relationship, money is not exchanged. You know, in the secular, they can pay for you to have a mentor. They can pay for you to have a coach. But in spiritual, money is not exchanged. Jesus Christ did not take money for the apostle. John and uh, Paul did not take money from um, Timothy. Moses did not take money from uh, Joshua. Elijah did not take money from, you know, Elisha. There is nowhere where in a mentoring relationship you are, you, you are paying your mentor. You know, you can give gifts. But it has to be. It doesn't have to be by com, com, uh, by compulsion. In fact, the, you know, if I have a mentor, that you know, when I go and see my mentor, I take a gift. It doesn't matter. It could be two bottles of juice. You know, it's even elders anyway. You know, when you go and greet elders, you take a present. And I learned that from my mother. So it's not. It's not a spiritual. You know, it's just sign of appreciation. So you take a gift. But the minute, you know, if I have a mentor and maybe I don't take a gift and I get to them and they say, ah, oh, you didn't even bring anything. I can tell you I will end that mentorship because that is not the purpose of the relationship. It's not, you don't, you don't even know whether, you know, I'm financially challenged or maybe have, I just genuinely forget and for you to start rebuking that you didn't bring anything or you, you start using that as a preaching point or oh, the mentors will come, they, you know, they'll come empty-handed. You know, God says, you know, don't come into my presence empty-handed. It's like, are you God? So, you know, there shouldn't be, you know, any, you know, request or compulsion for money to be exchanged. 
that is that is um i don't even know what to call it idolatry <laughs> relationship you know he has to be you know free will in fact you even see some mentors you go and greet them you know they will give you a present as you are going it doesn't matter what they will say how they have to look for something to give you that is a heart a heart of love not compulsion that you are coming to greet your spiritual father or mother or mentor you are not bringing something that is a, a, a mammon spirit of mammon as far as i'm concerned then the other thing is that uh, mentorship can be abused it can be abused so you know in fact i would you know my recommendation is that mentoring starts in adulthood if you are still a teenager you know let your parent be your mentors let your parent be your mentors or your teachers be your mentors or if you are going in in a church if you have you know uh, uh, youth pastors they can be your mentor you know um, because mentorship can be abused unfortunately so uh, but as an adult you know once you're an adult yes you can you know you have a little bit of maturity even as adults too they can be matured um, um, abused we see Gehazi you know abusing you know the you know his position you know and we see Judas as well you know he had a privilege you know unique position as one of the 12 and he he abused that by betraying his mentor so um likewise mentor can you know can um, abuse their their mentee as well and so one needs to be very very careful that it doesn't lead to you know emotional uh, um, health issues and you know one also needs to be careful that it does become uh, a corrupt you know relationship you know so in in, in in spiritual mentorship you know there has to be accountability as well so depending on you know uh, if the mentorship is within the church the pastor or you know should have an oversight of such mentoring relationship it should be you know properly you know uh, managed it should be proper properly sort of monitored um that it doesn't get abused and for adults you know uh as for me personally i think uh, i'm an adult so i can i can manage i can you know you know uh ensure that i know you know that i'm not going to be exploited or it's not going to be corrupted but if you're still younger it's better you have a few spiritual mentors or mentors generally you know so that you can you are able to assess what is appropriate what is not appropriate but spiritual mentorship has to be done prayerfully it's not just you know you you don't you know um go into a mentoring relationship on both sides whether as a mentor or as a mentee without being led by the holy spirit you know so choosing a spiritual mentor you know um, you have to see the virtue in them by their spirits not by their acrobatics on the stage or their popularism you know by their fruit by their character and also you might want to talk to 
you know, an elder, a spiritual elder or your pastor, you know, um, about the what you want to do if you want to, you know, ask somebody to be a mentor, you know, get, we'll call it a uh, <laughs> reference, get reference. Um, ask around before you definitely ask somebody to be a mentor for you and if you know you are being asked to mentor from spiritually as, as well be clear you know why do you want to mentor what is it that you have to give the mentee and also um, choosing a spiritual mentor choose for the season you are in you know a mentor must have something to give you not the other way around you know if you choose somebody a mentor that spiritually you are more mature than them it will be a reverse mentorship because they will be you know taken from you rather than actually giving to you so make sure that you you choose for the season you are in and those that can actually you know mentor you not you mentoring them and also um, as a mentor or mentee you you need to make sure you know it's a mentor that will have time for you there are, there are a few people that I would love that they be my mentor but I will, I will never ask them because I know you know they they there's just too much on their plates you know and so you'll be competing with a few other things so you must make sure that you know you you choose somebody that will have time for you and you know as you are spirit led definitely they will you know god will you know lead you in the right way and i want to talk about the role of mentee you know in a mentorship relationship especially spiritual mentorship or all mentorship it is your relationship the, the mentorship relationship is about the mentee so it's about your relationship it's about your life and so you have to take responsibility you know uh, a mentor will not be running after you you know asking for time to meet with you they might check on you you know yes from a you know uh, from their heart but actually it's the mentee that should be seeking the mentor because it's about your life it's not about the mentor's life it's about your life so you need to take responsibility for for that I've, I've, I've seen many young people especially you know it's like you know uh, offering to mentor them is they see that as a privilege you know that they're doing you a favor so you are the one that is running after them and so we, we just need to reverse that it's your responsibility as a mentee and you know as a mentee know what you need before seeking a mentor know what you need before seeking a mentor so that you seek the right mentor because if you're looking for a life mentor and then you seek a, a you get a, a professional mentor who just wants to mentor in their in the profession you will you know there will be so many things that are missing likewise if you need a professional or technical mentor and then you go for a life mentor who doesn't even have experience knowledge in your area of um, um, uh, technical um, area that there will be something missing so know what you need before seeking a mentor and um, 
don't call somebody a mentor because you want to network or have access to their area of influence that is manipulation so you know sometimes you know people connect with you online because maybe they like what you're doing and then they start calling you a mentor it's like you know there is no relationship there so that is manipulation you are just trying to you know uh, manipulate that relationship for your benefit don't call somebody a mentor when you've not entered into a re mentoring relationship with them and yes prayerfully choose a mentor and then for the role of the mentor do it for the right reason not as a nice to say i too i have a mentor i have a mentee i'm mentoring so, so, so. you have to do it for a, a, the right reason it's not everybody that can be a mentor that's the reality you might have a lot to give but you might not you might be missing you know the the skill of being a mentor the you know the what it takes to be a mentor patience time you know, um, ability to listen, active listening, ability to, you know, to probe, ask questions, not, you know, not dictatorial, autocratic style. You know, that is one of the things that I see, especially in, you know, African uh, mentorship um, approaches, just like, you know, we still have that, you know, uh, elder to younger mentality where we just tell people what you know they should be doing you know what we think they should be doing rather than what we know they should be doing because it's best for them so um, don't promise what you don't have mentors don't promise what you don't have especially time is even wrong in the Christendom because in the Christendom, if you are promising and you are not fulfilling, that is sin, surely. You know, it says, do I, you know, yet let your yes be yes or your no be no. But you promise and then you don't deliver. Surely that is a sin. And mentor in your area of gifting as well. I cannot, like I said, it's not like I don't have the technical experience but i can't really mentor in for accountants one because it's it's not i yeah i trained as an accountant but it's not my passion really you know and um but give me leadership people emerging leaders you know uh senior leaders that is my passion that is my gift i can i would I, you know gladly mentor in those areas and it won't be a problem it won't be a chore for me so as a mentor please you know mentor in your area of gifting and prayerfully agree to mentor or not sometimes it's not everybody that says oh you know can you mentor us and because of pity you say yes and then you don't deliver so it's okay to say no but what we can then do is to you know um prayerfully recommend somebody you know um, who can who can help um the person in all things we have to do things that give glory to god and again, you know, I'm just going to wrap up, you know, I've been talking about spiritual mentorship and sharing my experiences and looking at the types of mentoring, some of the things that, you know, we, 
we need to be aware of, be mindful of, making sure that the mentorship relationship is meant to equip and empower people to fulfill their own purpose, is meant for the mentee to discover, to learn and to grow. And it's helped them to, you know, to thrive as well in their life. The, the mentorship relationship is about the mentee is about their life, their purpose, you know, not the mentors. So, you know, God has blessings for mentors, people who, you know, who help his children, who, you know, contribute to their life. You know, God will bless you even as you give your time, your resources, your energy, to mentor we need you know um to mentor the young younger generation we need to um, sow into their life if we cannot do it directly let's be aware in our network people that have the grace of mentoring and let's connect people together so that you know they're they're being you know um, nurtured and empowered in a godly way and we do spiritual mentoring the god's way not the secular way and so hopefully you've been blessed today thank you so much for joining me for today's edition of practical christianity you know the only way we can mentor right and the only way we can be in the right mentorship relationship is knowing the word of god and knowing the word of God by faith in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. So if today you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, I'll really encourage you to do so. He's the uh, mentor of mentors. Even though he's not with us here physically, you know, he's with us by the Holy Spirit. And you will have access to the Holy Spirit when you have a relationship with him and it's very simple just you know acknowledge him as the son of god repent confess and repent of your sin and ask jesus christ to be your lord and savior today and prayerfully look for a bible teaching fellowship near you start going there so that you can start growing and i hope to see you next week take care Bye.